and you tunnel vision that for the next 60 months and then at the end of the 60 months you hit the pinnacle and you build something that lasts you a lifetime whether it's economically you've gotten that degree the career you started that business and now it's booming as opposed to you run into a obstacle or challenge you revert and you try to try something different which you will inevitably run into an obstacle or challenge the only thing that's lost out in this case is time meaning that in the last five years you've tried three or four different things and none of them panned out because you've stepped away or ran away because of the challenge and obstacle when in reality if you would have tunnel vision your first goal that you had set and within five years you'd be more than likely 50 more 50 percent more educated than you were before than you first started which will ultimately lead to some type of financial growth in a sense because you're more educated that means you're doing what make your better investments which is doing what leading you to have less errors along the way which inevitably does what help you grow your business help you become more successful what you want to do throughout the day too is take advantage of your energy peaks like the moments and throughout the day when you're feeling your best when you have the most energy that's when you want to <coughs> put down your ideas start planning that's when you want to make those phone calls draw out your ideas that's when you want to put in that application that's when, probably when you want to put yourself to the side and do a little bit more praying and meditating as well take advantage of your energy peaks because that's when you're going to feel the best that's when you're going to have the most confidence in a sense let's just say you're trying to make a business deal or something like that or you need to make some cold calls or you need to reach out to someone via email this is when you should be putting together that perfect email this is when you should be putting together those perfect plans and making those phone calls again <clears throat> just want to put that out there to take advantage when you have those high energy times throughout the day that's when you should be focused more on yourself during that particular time and at the end of the day too this is something that you got to do as well just take this in reference and knowing this is a heavy part of the process is trusting in yourself trusting in the universe trusting in god you you, you must know this that at minimum each one of us there's a purpose for us here while we're here, while we've been given this life, while we're able to do the things that we're actually doing, where we're particularly at, that there's someone watching over us. There's something guiding us along the way. There's something helping us out. There's something planting those seeds. And again, if you're allowing yourself to be open, to be more optimistic, to accepting those seeds, of course, they're going to grow. Of course, they're going to yield positive results. You can always, here's something that you got to know too. You, you can't not trust in God and trust in the universe and what it is that you're believing in and being fearful of it not working at the same time. Think about that. You can't trust in God or you can't trust in what it is that you believe in for what it is that you're requesting from yourself and yet be fearful of it not happening. You must, you must trust more in yourself. You must trust more in the universe and what it is, you're, what it is that you're believing in in terms of a higher power. And knowing that those things are there for a reason. Those are the things that we can rely on. Those are the things that we we can know with assurance that allows us to move forward with confidence. Because everything's going to work out in our favor because we believe it. We trust in that. Okay, here's something else too. When we talk about self-motivation, it's important. It is very important that you become accountable. That you hold yourself accountable that you become accountable and that you also hold yourself accountable. Now, here's the only time that I would say that you should seek someone out if you want to share your ideas, goals, and dreams. Someone that can hold you accountable, but this should be someone that you can trust. Someone who's not going to judge you, but someone who's going to hold you accountable for your actions. 
whether you notice or not, think about it from this standpoint. All, all of us in some form of fashion, we're, we're being held accountable, whether it's through society for having to pay taxes or or stopping at the red light. You're, you're being held accountable, whether you choose to take on a job. You, that's something that you're being held accountable for. Going to school, being a parent, these are things that, that you are held accountable for. But in this case, when we're talking about self-motivation, you want to seek out someone that you can trust who's going to hold you accountable, someone who's not going to judge you for what it is that you're trying to do, for the process that comes along with it. Someone that you can trust, but you must, you must, you must hold yourself accountable and you may need someone to hold you accountable. And last but not least, here's what I'll close this out with, guys. You must be optimistic. You have to be optimistic. You have to be optimistic. Success is attained by those of us who know it can be done. Again, success is attained by those of us who know it can be done. He who says he can and he who says he can't are both right. People who are optimistic, they're naturally self-motivated anyway. The glass is always half full in this case. Again, optimistic, you must be optimistic. The glass is always half full. You got to see it and know that the results will happen. So I'm going to end on that note, guys. And again, this was our episode five. This is our fifth episode since we started the podcast series on how to stay motivated. So again, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Have a great day. Ah, good day, everyone. Uh, first and foremost, I want to welcome you back to another episode. Uh, again, I truly appreciate you for tuning in and listening here. And by the end of today's episode, hopefully you had a chance to be a bit more knowledgeable, uh, more motivated, as well as entertained. Today is Monday, February 11, 2019. And I hope everyone had a great weekend, had a chance to relax, and you guys are ready to get the week going. Uh, here's a quick fun fact for you. If you didn't know this, we are already in the seventh week of the year, which basically means you still have 45 weeks left to set some short term goals. I'm talking about maybe taking a couple of classes, maybe it's some online courses, jumping into a course at the community college, picking up a new book, uh, watching some YouTube videos on how to start a business or getting yourself back in the gym. That's just to name a few guys. Uh, so, all right, what we're going to do is just go ahead and jump right into today's podcast and discuss ways of developing a positive mental attitude. Now, if you guys recall, in our last episode, we discussed ways of staying mentally motivated, which brings us to our next stage in which we learn to develop a more positive mental attitude. So now when you think about that, what is attitude overall? What do we mean by that when we say a positive mental attitude? Well, from a definition of attitude, it would be considered the way one reacts or responds to people, objects, and or institutions on issues, facts, or state. So for the most part, your attitude is viewed something as how you express yourself. It's more of an outward expression. This can be through body gestures or it could be just through your, your own state of mind. For the most part, your attitude is a mirror of your mind and how you actually choose to respond. Now, don't quote me on this. I, I can't tell you the exact source that I've got this from before. But I remember reading a quote once upon a time and it said, uh, if you put life in a 100 percent realm, 90% is actually how you respond. 10% is the thing that actually happens to you, 
with regards to attitude. So let's say, for example, you lose your arm in a godforsaken horrific accident. Well, one thing would be 10% is just the fact that you lost an arm. 90% is actually how you respond based upon attitude will determine how you move forward with one arm, so to speak. So again, if you put life in 100% realm, 10% is actually what happens to you. 90% is how you respond with regards to moving forward. So again, if you also think about from a psychological perspective in terms of your attitude, it could be considered like a, a mental phenomenon, so to speak. It's like the central idea of who you are and how you act to look at things. Your, your attitude, we're talking about from a positive perspective, it, it can definitely increase your uh, ways of achievement and how you look at achievement through sheer the optimistic process of just viewing things and how you begin to process things on a more optimistic level, so to speak. When people have a positive attitude, when you when you come up against failure, so to speak, and you're confronted with that, you're going to always look for ways to view it in a positive manner, something that you can take from it and learn to help you actually overcome what may be considered a failure in that moment. A person who has a positive attitude, for the most part, will definitely reject all types of negativity from others, uh, does not carry an attitude of defeat, and doesn't look at things from a hopeless standpoint. Positive mental attitude, that, that, that's been known in the past to help many of us overcome certain difficult situations and moments in our life. We also know that a positive attitude, we've seen this countless of times, can help a person overcome severe illnesses as well just through the sheer mental aspect of having a positive attitude so all right so when you think about yourself and what you actually present to the world in terms of attitude right you're only going to really present about okay wait how about if you're familiar with the iceberg phenomenon where you're only going to see about what 10 percent of the iceberg right and you'll look at that iceberg and be in awe of that but however 90% of the iceberg is below the sea level that you can't even see, right? So from a human standpoint, that would reference to us holding about and showing only 10% of our true attitude towards the world and when we're interacting. And 90% is what we still harbor and hold inside that we never choose to really show anyone, right? All about the attitude being to wanting to not so much as fit in, but having a positive attitude to get through. Now, there are quite a few things that do determine our attitude along the way, be it positive or negative. But for it, let, let's start off with our environment for one. That is one key determinant of your attitude and how you respond and view and see things. It's always going to be the environment, right? So when you think about the environment, let's talk like, like for example, you use your home. You look at your parents and you look at, for the most part, from a younger age, we're adopting our parents' ways of thinking and being, be it positive or negative. So as we grow older, we should become more mindful of adopting other people's ways of thinking and being, even from our parents' for a standpoint, right? Because if you had to put on your parents' shoes and look at the world through their eyes, that's how you would respond to life. But in this particular case, we're talking about having a positive attitude. So how do you develop a positive attitude if you know for sense that your parents does not have a positive attitude? How much of an influence could that become upon you? And how and how aware are you that meaning self-aware? And then the environment of school itself could determine your attitude, meaning along the way as we're growing up, that could be peer pressure from our friends, 
within those environments of school, uh, your work environment can also determine your attitude towards the environment. Uh, Do you have a supportive or a a critical boss, supervisor slash manager? Do you have supportive or critical colleagues slash co-workers? What type of media do you ingest on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis through the television, uh, social media, the kind of movies that you're watching? Believe it or not, those things do affect your attitude and not to mention our own cultural background as well as our own traditions and beliefs. When was the last time we questioned certain traditions and beliefs? What about our religious background and what part that plays into our attitude and how we see life? All of these things within the environment do determine the attitude in which we take upon, so to speak, along the way. Some other examples that affect our attitude is our experiences, right? Our experiences along the way, the things that we encounter, the things that we actually experience throughout this life definitely shape our attitude. If our if our experiences are negative, uh, we will pick up negative aspects of that experience along the way and harbor that within. If our experiences are positive, be it so the same, we'll also pick up different characteristics and traits from that experience and utilize them moving forward. Uh, our, the amount of education, whether it be formal or informal, uh, affects our attitude. The more you know, the more you grow. The, the more educated you are, whether it be formal or informal, it'll definitely influence how you think. It'll definitely influence how you act. And it'll definitely influence and affect your attitude and behaviors towards others because you're interacting and you're learning and you're seeing things on a much deeper level. Again, be it formal or informal. Most positive people are who, who carry a positive attitude and to carry a, carry a positive mindset towards life are extreme, not extremely, but confident for the most part. For the most part, confident. They're very caring. You'll see that quite often. Assertive as well. Quite patient and, and, and humble. You're patient in a sense because you have developed a deeper understanding of life at this particular point where you look at things for exactly what they are. So that allows you to be patient and have empathy for others. For others. And just being humble is a part of the process of being positive. When you step back and you could be outside of yourself, you're more appreciative of everything that you have, even those small things. Now, when you're a negative person or have a negative mindset towards things, these are things that you can just look up within your environment, pay attention to the people that you're around. Uh, Most negative people are going to be unhappy, just in general, quite pessimistic, just in general. Again, the glass is always half empty with these individuals. Unpleasant to be around, uh, defensive when you kind of point things out of what they're actually doing, Uh, argumentative, very confrontational, and can also be quite disruptive at times as well. But there are now now those are for negative aspects of having a negative mindset and negative attitude towards life. Those are things I just mentioned for you to be able to see in others to be able to pick up right away, not for a judgmental process, but for more of an awareness to know how to deal with people who have that mindset. So you don't become enthralled and uh, learn and not learn, but pick up their way of thinking and being. Because believe it or not, guys, that negative energy is very, very powerful. It takes a lot to be positive when you think about it, because there's so much that goes on. And for the most part, if your environment does not support that, it can be an uphill battle trying to maintain that way of life for yourself. 
But the benefits of that staying positive is that you, you, you're going to increase your confidence overall. I can almost guarantee you that you'll reduce the amount of stress that you have in your life. You'll have more career success, more success towards finding employment. If you do not have employment, you'll want to get out and do much more. You'll want to produce. You'll want to work, even if it's for yourself. You'll also improve relationship with people when you have a positive attitude. You'll have much more energy as well when you maintain a positive attitude. Now, if you think about maintaining a positive attitude in the workplace, what, what you'll do is you'll have people wanting to work with you. They'll want you to be a part of your team. You'll be viewed as someone who can solve problems for the most part. You, you make the environment more productive and more easygoing to be around. When people consider you to be positive, so to speak, they, they want to be loyal to you in that work environment because most people look for that because, again, we already talked about it. If 85% of all people hate their jobs, can you imagine what this looks like for a person who is aware of this, but also has a positive attitude and is trying to navigate one of those work environments? Again, having a positive mental attitude will definitely reduce the amount of stress that you have in your life. And if you continue to along the path of having a negative outlook on life or a negative attitude towards things, You'll, you, the only thing you're going to do is increase the amount of self-doubt that you already have, so to speak. If you have low self-esteem now, it'll just become more poor. You'll, you'll have so much more stress in your life. You'll increase the amount of bitterness. You'll hang on to a lot of resentment. And ultimately, it'll affect your health. We also know this. We've seen this over time. Science actually shows that stress even causes cancer, so to speak. So again, think about the effects of having a negative attitude and what that actually means over time. You're not going to produce when you have a negative attitude. You have no reason to go out and to produce for yourself, let alone others. And if you are in a work environment, you're probably going to have low morale. You're going to have a lot of conflicts with your coworkers and colleagues. Customers probably won't want to deal with you. And the amount of work that you do produce to within that environment will probably be a poor quality probably won't be something that can sustain you, sustain you even within the work environment. So again, I just want to reiterate this. Like, again, if you have to put attitude in a hundred percent realm, 90% is how you actually respond. 10% is what happened. 10%. That's only a, a, a small portion of the problem. 10%, 90% is actually how you respond. You're going to always be obstacles, too, in this case, when you're maintaining, well, attempting to maintain a positive attitude. Again, you're going to always encounter moments of fear, worry. You're going to you will get angry at times. You'll get frustrated. You'll doubt yourself. But again, a positive attitude will help you overcome each one of those obstacles along the way. Only thing you'll need to do in a case like this, you're going to want to continuously think positive. You're going to have an attitude of I, I can like a can do type attitude. You want to minimize the complaining or do not complain at all. Be around positive people. Keep positive friends around you. People who support you. People who put you up on game. Not people who depress you. When you mention your goals and dreams to people, you must be mindful that you make them think about where they're at in their lives. And if they're not nowhere near where you're at in terms of mentally, the first thing that they're going to do is not what you're telling them. So you got to be very mindful with who you choose to share your dreams and goals with. So it's very important that you do keep positive thinking friends. 
And another rule of thumb is you have to be appreciative. You have to be appreciative of what's in front of you for what you have. Stop looking on other people's plate and just just worry about what's on yours. Keep fixing your dinner. Keep buying the ingredients. Keep building the ingredients that you need to get what you want on your plate. Just tunnel vision on what it is of your goal and appreciate. Appreciate exactly what you have. If you got noodles right now, appreciate those noodles until you're able to get some steak, until you're able to get the shrimp. Get full off the noodles, share the noodles, but be appreciative of just having noodles. Be appreciative of everything that you have in your life. Now, another thing you want to try to do and be mindful of is to control your frustration. Control your frustration because we know as humans, this is a natural part of how we react. But you got to be able to control this part of you in order to grow. You must be able to control your frustrations and try to live in the moment and be present. Like, don't fill your head up with worries about the future and worrying about what happened in the past and so caught up in what other people may think. You got to be in the present. You got to be in the moment in order to participate in life and to be happy within that moment. Again, I think we mentioned this on another podcast, like 95% of the things that we think and we worry about, they never come true. They never come true. So one thing you want to do is be able to accept whatever situation that you find yourself in right now at this particular moment in your life. You got to accept it wholeheartedly for what it is. Accept it for what it is. Focus on the positive side of that problem or that issue that you're having at hand. What can you extract from that? And then here's something that you want to think about. Is this a reoccurring theme in your life? Meaning if you find yourself continuously in a cycle of chaos You want to really examine yourself. You also want to examine the environment and your friends. Now, this can be a hard thing to do, but with practice, I promise you, you can overcome it. Always focus on the solution. Make a list of possible solutions to the problem, right? If you got a problem, make some solutions. So if I don't have a job right now, what's the solution for me? Get a job, right? But in order to get a job, I might have to go out and network. Who do I know? Well, I have a cousin that works at McDonald's. I have an uncle who's a lawyer. I got another cousin. She works at a school. I have an uncle. He's a principal. I have some friends that work at a factory. So these are possible solutions that you can write down and start networking with people within your own circle and within your own environment. But the key thing to this is that you're going to want to focus on the future. Now, one thing that I tend to do that works for me and it has worked for me for quite often is I try to envision myself in the future where I want to be. I really close my eyes and I see myself there. I know it may sound cheesy or corny, but it, for me, it works, right? I do a lot of meditation as well. So I close my eyes and I see myself in the environment or the place, or let's just say I, it's something I may feel nervous about. I'll close my eyes and maybe spend 30 minutes to an hour on that, just seeing myself go through that process of the way that I want it to be. Does it work like that 100% of the time? No, but I can guarantee you this, 90% of the time, I'm more confident going into that situation than had I not had the chance to sit back, examine myself for the situation that I must encounter and see myself within that environment or that problem the way that I want to want it to be more so controlling my emotions and feelings and how I see it before I even encounter it so you want to focus on the future all the time you want to focus on the future as much as possible uh some amount of positivity that you could take away from this remember that uh he who says he can and he who says he can't are both right again he who says he can and he who says he can't are both right Along the way, there's so much that you encounter, right? To try to figure things out and pull yourself up. And it's kind of hard to be positive if you're surrounded by a bunch of pessimistic people or you're in an 
I'm sorry, or you're in an environment that does not support what it is that you're trying to do. But here's something that you should also be aware of is that our environment only affects us to the extent in which we allow it to. Again, the environment will only affect us to the extent in which we allow it to. Once you become aware of your environment, once you become aware of the people and the attitudes that they carry about life or anything else for that matter, that is not an attribute or an asset for you to pick up on, (laughs) that's when you start the process of removing yourself from that environment. That you start separating yourself again from people, places, and things that don't complement the new person that you're trying to be. Again, this isn't something that you do overnight. I think I mentioned this in the past as well about how you have to start off. You have to see this first in your head. You have to do your mental push-ups first. You have to see yourself going into a situation and confronting the person. You must do it in your head first. You can't move off so much emotion and react to everything that's brought upon you. Again, your attitude, your attitude will determine exactly how far you'll go. A lot. Now, before before we end this episode, I also want to make sure that we touch on the topic of the attitude in the work environment and what this actually means, especially when you're in a work environment where you may have to uh, deal with toxic coworkers or you may have to deal with a micromanager as a supervisor bosses, so to speak. So but at the end of the day, it's your attitude that will determine those relationships, although that individual is toxic. Your attitude will determine how they interact with you. The only way they'll be toxic with you is if you allow it to. And the only way you'll allow it to is because you pick up on the environment's way of thinking and being. So again, I stated this is that the environment can only affect you to the extent in which you allow it to. You have full control over everything that you do. You have full control over how you respond to people, places, and things. Now, if you're in a situation, let's just say where you can't get around from not working with a coworker or a manager or a boss, that's important for you to recognize that it's time for you to make a move to a new spot. It's time for you to let that said job, place, or thing go. That's why you're constantly experiencing that being there. You're feeling as if there's no way for you to get out. That's just the universe giving you a push and a tug to say, hey, if you don't like this, I'm telling you right now, I'm doing this to you so you can remove yourself from this situation. I need you to get so frustrated and so fed up, but at the same time, have a lot of confidence that wherever you go next will not be this, but much better. A lot of times we'll be in the work environment and we'll stay there and we'll be upset and frustrated and cause chaos and be the toxic person in the environment out of sheer fear that if we go somewhere else, it'll be much worse than where we're at right now out of lack of confidence of who we are and our abilities. So again, if you're in that particular situation right now where you're saying, well, hey, I I can't get from around this boss or I can't get from around this particular co-worker. Well, again, that's the universe nudging you, telling you you need to remove yourself from that entire environment. Here, guys, I'm going to give you this. Remember, in order to grow, you must let people, 
places and things go. Again, I'll say that again. In order to grow, you must let people, places, and things go. There's no way that you can grow in the same environment doing the same thing. It's been said, if you look up the definition of insanity, it's doing the same thing over and over and over again, yet expecting different results. If you put in 100%, you'll get 100% out of it. In terms of attitude and effort, you put 50% in it, you'll get 50% out of it again. In terms of attitude and effort, and anything you half-ass, you'll get half-ass results. That's the same thing in attitude and effort. People will only mirror what you bring towards them. And it's all based upon your attitude. You must be optimistic in this game of life. You're here for a reason. You're here for a specific purpose. And once you just, well, the fact that you're here is enough, in my opinion, humble opinion, to be positive. If there's nothing wrong with you mentally or physically, you really do not have an excuse as to where you're at right now in your life. Again, I just want to reiterate this. If there's nothing wrong with you mentally or physically, you really do not have an excuse for where you're at right now in your life because you are in full control of this. You are in full control of your attitude. You are in full control of how you choose to respond to life situation, whether it be someone losing someone through death, whether it be through losing a job, whether it be through losing a relationship whether it be to yourself and the things that you've gone through, you get to choose how you respond to this, be it positive or negative based upon your experiences. If you're seeing yourself repeating the same type of situation and problems throughout life, that's the universe telling you you're in a cycle of chaos and that you're not paying attention to the lessons that need to be learned, especially when it comes to attitude. Think about this, guys. We you you can't move on to the second grade without mastering and understanding the first grade material, because the first grade material is the foundation and the steps in order to be successful in the second grade. So if you're seeing yourself in this cycle of chaos, if you're wondering why you keep getting caught up in negative relationships, that you keep catching bad breaks within the job. You want to take a step back and look at yourself, examine yourself and how you're responding. What's your attitude towards people, places and things? If I ask you the question, is the glass half empty or is it half full? How does one respond? Again, if you have a negative attitude towards life, that's the only thing that I can extract from that because you're attracting that to yourself. There's no way that I can give you daily positive experience with the negative mindset. It just doesn't work like that. It's literally assholes attract assholes. You must be able to look at si- look outside of yourself, examine who you are and take a step back to become more self-aware of your emotions, more self-aware of your feelings. Become more grateful of the things that you have in front of you in order to cultivate more of that into your life. How can I give this to you? How can you cultivate more positivity if everything you encounter you perceive as being negative? If everything you encounter you approach with suspicious? If everything you encounter you're leery about it? There's nothing that goes into you that I can pull and extract from that and now provide you with something positive for you to experience. Everything 
in addition to what we mentioned on our last podcast, it's all in your head. Your life is all in your head. Now, I'm not telling you that bad things do not happen to good people. That would be false of me to say. However, I will tell you this with assurance that a positive attitude will definitely take you a long way. A positive attitude will definitely have you guaranteed almost assured success in any aspect of business that you choose to go into. A positive attitude will allow you to overcome any and all circumstances. He who says he can and he who says he can't are both right. The more you know, the more you grow. These are, I know they may sound like cheesy cliches, but there's truth in every last one of them. Again, if you put your life in a 100% realm and all of your experiences, all of your challenges and obstacles that come along the way, again, 10% is actually what happens to us. 90% is how we choose to respond, how we choose to see things. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Your environment will only affect you to the extent in which you allow it. You have to be able to look outside of yourself, become more self-aware, be able to regulate your emotions, not respond to things in a manner without thinking, learning to slow it down, so to speak, learning to be in the moment and absorb the moment, be aware of other people and what other people go through as well. That's also a key to developing a a positive mindset is looking at other people and what they're dealing with and what they're going through because it's people really in the world that's going through something. Now, think about this, guys, and and we're going to end the podcast on this note. In the amount of time that we've been talking on this podcast, right, somewhere in the world, somebody just died. Somebody just got fired from their job. Uh, Somebody just found out they got cancer. Somebody just lost a baby. Again, wherever you're at right now in your life, I can almost guarantee you this. Somebody's willing to trade places with you. It's somebody out there right now who cannot walk, who cannot talk. That's been a paraplegic all their lives. There's a blind person out there wanting to see. And this is something that we take for granted every single day. Somebody just lost a loved one in the amount of time that we've been talking in this podcast somewhere in the world. You got to be grateful for what you got and where you're at. Like the fact that we're here, that we're alive and we're breathing is enough, right? If there's nothing wrong with us mentally or physically, we have no excuse as to why we can't get what we want out of life. Wherever you're at right now, your current circumstances, that's on you. So when you look up at the end of this year, and if you're not where you want to be at, that's on you. You can't blame it on your mother or this has nothing to do with your brother, your cousin, your significant other, your job, your kids. It's all on you. Anything that you want to do, you're going to do it. If not, you're just going to make up an excuse as to why you can't get it done. Plain and simple. So again, if you look up at the end of the year, and you're not where you want to be. That's all on you. If there's nothing wrong with you mentally or physically, you literally have no excuse as to why you can't get what you want out of this life. All right, guys, so uh, that's the end of today's podcast. I hope that you've been enlightened and somewhat entertained, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. So again, if you want to reach out to me directly, if you have any questions, any topics that you want to bring up on a podcast, you can reach out to me via email at yancycarter at gmail.com. 
That's yancycarter at gmail.com. Y-A-N-C-I-E-C-A-R-T-E-R at gmail.com.